It is money time. New dawn. New day. New start. Start your day afresh with the word of God. This is Daily Remark with Johnson Hay Julius, your daily devotional podcast. Stay tuned and be renewed, inspired, encouraged, refreshed, replenished, reloaded, and be prepared as you plunge into your new day. God bless you. Lord, your I'll keep coming Lord, your I'll keep coming every day. Lord, your power is better I'll keep coming Lord, your power is better than I'll keep coming every day. Glory is in wisdom, is renew eyes, mercy is grace is strength is direction is replenish is acceptance is favor is authority is guidance is more Lord, your remand is better than I'll keep coming every day. Lord, your power is better than life. Lord, your power is better than life. I'll keep coming every day. Lord, your power is better than life. I'll keep coming every day. Unity is here. Courage is here. Victory is here. Success is here. Strategies is here, oh, fulfillment is here, encounter is here, everything is here, ah. knowledge is here, understanding is here, hope is here, perfection is here, all of you we want to.
Good morning. Welcome to Daily Rema with Johnson Julius. Shall we pray? Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, our Lord and Maker, this morning we thank you for the grace to be living souls. We thank you for the gift of life. We thank you for all the blessings and benefits attached to life. Dear God, be thou exalted in the name of Jesus. Our Maker, we come before the throne of mercy, asking for the forgiveness of our sins and iniquities. Every of our wrongdoings, O oh Lord, please have mercy upon us and forgive us, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Our Father and our Maker, we hereby apply for the blood of atonement, the blood of Jesus, to atone for us. Let the efficacy of the blood cleanse our spirit, soul, and body and make us whole from every form of filthiness, pollution, contamination and defilement of sins and iniquities, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit divine, this very morning, we place a demand on capacity and grace to please you, to live right before you this day. Therefore, we ask you that you lead us, guide us, other steps and direct our paths this very day. Keep us all away from all forms of evils and temptations this day in the name of Jesus. Father, bless and prosper every of our undertakings that are not in any way contrary to your will for us, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, dear God. For in Jesus, the most prosperous name, I have prayed. Amen, amen, and amen. God bless you. Good morning once again. Please kindly join me as I open my Bible to the book of Job. Job chapter number one. Job chapter number one. Let's take the reading from verse one through to verse 10. Job chapter one. Verse 1 through to verse 10. I read from the New King James Version of the Bible. God bless you as you follow the readings. There was a man in the land of Uz, whose name was Job. And that man was blameless and upright, and one who feared God and shunned evil. And seven sons and three daughters were born to him. Also his possessions were 7,000 sheep, 3,000 camels, 500 yokes of oxen, 500 female donkeys, and a very large household. So that this man was the greatest of all the people of the East. And his sons would go and feast in their houses, each on his appointed day, and will send and invite their three sisters to eat and drink with them. And it was when the days of feasting had run their course that Job would send and sanctify them, and he will rise early in the morning and offer bent offerings according to the number of them all. For Job said, it may be that my sons have sinned 
and cursed God in their hearts. Thus Job did regularly. Now, there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord. And Satan also came among them. And the Lord said to Satan, From where you come? So Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro on the earth, and from the walking back and forth on it. Then the Lord said to Satan, Have you considered my servant's job? That there is none like him on the earth, a blameless and upright man, one who fears God and shuns evil. So Satan answered and said to, uh, so Satan answered the Lord and said, "Does Job fear God for nothing? Have you not made a edge around around him, around his household?" and around all that he has on every side. You have blessed the work of his hands, and his possessions have increased in the land. Hallelujah. Amen. This is episode 15 of Antidotes for defeats antidotes for defeats uh, we have treated what defeat actually is we've treated reasons for defeat or causes of defeat what can bring defeat into the life of the children of God, we treated few points, like 16 points out of them all. But because of the importance of the point I want to emphasize on this morning, I will mention number one point treated during the time we were treating the causes of defeat. I said number one is sin. Sin of any type is capable enough to wreck the havoc of any type of defeat. Either the one that can lead to death or the one that can lead to the loss of valuable things. So, sin of any type, any type, sin of any type, because the Bible made it clear that in Romans chapter number 3 verse 23, that the wages of sin is death. That place did not specify on or exclude some certain sin. But what I know that the Bible says in the book of James is that there are some sins that doesn't lead to death. There are some that lead to death. So thereby, I concluded there are some defeats that doesn't lead to death and there are some defeats that leads to death as well. Some defeats will only make, make you lose your ranking, spiritual ranking. You can be demoted. Sin can demote you. That is very glaring. 
It can make you lose some valuables. Yes. It can make you suffer pains. Pains. Excruciating pains. It can make you suffer sickness. And on and on like that. So, and we have been talking on the antidotes. What can make you live above defeat? What can make you untouchable? I told you, number one is being in the presence of God. Rush when you when you uh, after you have experienced defeat or uh, one way or the other, you must look for the presence of God. The Bible says in John fifteen, "I am divine. You are ordinary branches. Without me." On your own, you can do nothing except and unless you abide in me. Except and unless we remain in his, in his presence. It will be very, very difficult, extremely difficult for us to live a victorious life. For us to live a defeat-free life, it will be very, very difficult. So you and I must always crave to stay in his presence, to live in his presence. Then number two, I explained that we must maintain stable private prayer lifestyle. Stable private prayer lifestyle. I told you, a prayerless Christian is a dying Christian. The Bible says men always ought to pray and not to faint. Meaning that a man that is not praying is fainting. He's actually fainting. He's dying. So a prayerless Christian is a powerless Christian. He's a dying Christian. And when I'm talking about private lifestyle, I told you Jesus taught us three specific things that we must be so discreet and uh, you know, so private about. They must not be public. Number one is this prayer life. He said, shut your door. When you want to pray, you don't pray on the street for people to see. Yes. He said, shut your door and pray in, in, inside. What does that mean? That is your prayer. I told you, your prayer life, private prayer lifestyle. Is much more important than the, your church attendance. Yes, it is the church attendance doesn't create good relationship between you and God. It is your private prayer life, your private devotional lifestyle that shows the the, the, the level that can that can make us to understand that you have relationship with God. If you only rely on the public uh, gathering, public Christian gathering. For you, to, that is what all your relationship with God is based on. Then you don't have one. You don't have relationship with God. It's very, very simple. Another point, which was number three, that was treated is private, stable, um, uh, 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 stable, fasted life, private life, stable, fasted, private life. You live your life on, uh, uh, I mean, a, a, you make fasting a lifestyle as well. That just like prayer must become your lifestyle because that is your breathing. 
what shows that you are living, you are breathing as a spiritual man is your prayer. And the fasting must complement that your prayer. You don't wait until, until your local assembly declare uh, uh, a three days fasting and prayer. Maybe that one will only come once in three months or once in four months or once in a year. Then how do you explain? There is no way for us to live and subdue this, our carnal body, more than when we are living a fasted life. This, this body, we always want to rear up its ugly head. So you must put it to where it belongs and prayer help us to do that one right. And uh, number point number four treated was actually another discreet uh, life that Jesus taught us, secret life. And that is living a stable sacrificial lifestyle. Stable and private sacrificial lifestyle. You can burn out yourself for anything. That is it. And the, the one I talked about yesterday was being, you know, committed to regular Bible reading, Bible studies, meditating on the, the word of God. That is only thing, uh, another thing that gives us victory. We see it in the case of Jesus. When the tempter came to him, he overcame him through it is written. Because he knew what was written. Because devil also knew what was written. He used what was written to counter him. He had to come up with another one. On and on again. Until he was defeated. That is it. And this morning I want to talk about. Living a deliberate righteous life. Deliberate living in righteousness. You deliberately. It's not you consciously. It's not accidentally. It will, it's going to be a rigorous struggle. You are going to struggle. The devil will not allow you to just live a, 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 a righteous life just like that. There will be temptations all over. There will be so many reasons. Look at what is going on in the world today. Where do you turn your face today that you, do, you will not see something that will corrupt your mind as a man, as a woman, as a, as a, as a student of God? As a child of God, there is nothing. Is it on television? Is it radio you turn on that you will not hear rubbish? Is it you coming on the street? Look at it. Do they now you see women? There is no shame uh, about it. They wear ordinary, ordinary undies, underwear, pints, pints, very short pints, all about. Even if they have long uh, trousers, long pants, they will cut it. They will tear some sensible part of them are all outside. All outside today. Why? It's to corrupt us, the men. And men also, the same thing. You look, you look at it. There is no any other prank on social media today more than the prank of Kukumba. Why? To get women attention. That is it. To corrupt their innocent mind. You see, the moment they see that thing, their eyes on it. These are the things. These are many more are the things that they are all there. Not for any reason's sake. 
All these things are like that to corrupt we that are committed. We that call ourselves children of God. The Bible says righteousness should be our priority. That is it. Matthew 6, 33. Seek ye first the kingdom and its righteousness. Then every other thing can be added. And in Proverbs chapter number uh, 14, I think verse 34, the Bible says, it takes righteousness, righteousness to exalt a nation. Righteousness is what can make a nation live triumphantly. Righteousness is what can make a nation live above all forms of defeat. So who is a nation here? You and I. You are a nation of your own. I'm a nation of my own. But sin is it reproach. Sin will cause reproach. Sin will cause damage. Sin will cause defeat. Sin can cause death. Just like I've explained. So, you and I living a righteous life is not negotiable. It's not optional. It's the only way. That is the only thing that gives us ticket. That is our visa. That is our passage uh, uh, clearance to, to the presence of God, to the kingdom of God. Without holiness, no man shall see the Lord. That is what the Bible says. No man shall see the Lord. Hebrew 12. Without holiness, no man shall see the Lord. So, it is not going to come accidentally. It's going to come by our deliberate and conscious efforts. We are conscious because before you know it, I told you this music we are listening to these days has been polluted. Before you know it, there are some music that they play over and over. Even when you are in your room, you don't want to hear anything, you will be hearing from outside. All this thing will be there. Before you know it, it's imprinted on your mind. Before you know it, you, you, you unconsciously, your, your, <laughs> your subconsciously started singing it. So you have to be conscious that which kind of rubbish is this that you, 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 you try to wash your heart with the blood of Jesus. You try to kick against it. Yes, that is how it is. It is so easy for us to slip into the act of unrighteousness. It is so easy for man, natural man, to do that. But what should we do? We must deliberately deliberately and consciously work against this. The Bible says, says in the uh, Ecclesiastes number ten, um, chapter number 10 verse, uh, verse number 8 that he that break, he that dig the pit will fall therein and he whosoever that breaketh the edge, whosoever breaketh an edge, serpent must bite. That serpent there is the defeat. You hear the, the in our uh, in our anchor scripture. God asked Satan, "From where you come, Mister Man?" He answered him, "From to and fro, going up and down, going back and forth." He has no business. He's not going to and fro. He's going back and forth for you and I. 
Looking for what? The Bible call him accuser. Looking for what he will accuse you and I for. That is what he's looking for. That is the reason why he's going forth and back in the, uh, in the, on the earth. And when God did you notice my servant? Who is so righteous in all his dealings? You know, to be righteous is to be living or, or, or acting in, in accordance with the divine order. Or living morally. Being guilty, guilt-free. Being sin-free. That is what it means to be righteous. And God now told me, because the Bible says, don't eschew evil. It shows all forms of evil. Even it thinks about his children, his paraventure, he was not certain that they have sinned. But he said, maybe they were thinking of sinning against God. Because of that, he will sanctify them. So that they will not be his reproach. So that they will not cause defeat to his life in any way. And Satan said, oh, is it for free? You look at you. Why? Satan begin to give details of what happens to Job's life. Meaning that Satan has made several attempts into the life of Job without the knowledge of Job, without the permission of God. The reason why Job has been always victorious, undefeatable, indomitable for devil was because of his righteous living. That was the reason why he could not have, you know, unleashed the horror of defeat on him. Because he started talking. Hey, you have safeguarded him on every side. You built edge. And say, Job did not break the edge. So there was no way for serpent to bite him. There was no way. So you and I must make it a deliberate effort. We must make conscious effort, no matter what it takes, no matter how many times we stumble. If you stumble, you have to continue. You don't give up. That No, it's not meant for us. It's meant for those who have lived of old. Righteousness is meant for every child of God, both those who have lived and those who are still living and those who will come after us. If Christ tarries. So we must strive. That's what the Bible says in Luke chapter 13 verse 24. Strive to enter through the straight gate. The gate is too straight. It will not contain you and I with the minutest sin. The gate is very, very straight. So we must strive to live a righteous life. You must strive. I must strive. Never to break the edge. Without the knowledge of Job, he has been coming. He said, on every side. Meaning that he has tried everything to make sure that he got uh, Job down. But he, he couldn't do that. Because the man was not ready to break the edge. The man was always ready and conscious of everything that goes around him. Including the activities that goes around our, the, the children. What about us today? Many of us claim to be righteous, to be living godly, but and in fact to be doing ministry, especially the servants of God, and yet we neglect our children. We are we care less about what our children are doing. So many of our children are homosexual, many of them are lesbian, even under our wash. 
under our roof without our knowledge. Many of them have aborted severally without you and I knowing it. The job life was not like this. If our children are not living the life that behoves the children of a Christian, defeat can come to us through them. That was what Job was conscious of. That was what Job was highly conscious of. So you and I must be deliberate. We must be deliberate in our conscious in our consciousness to make conscious efforts, deliberate efforts of living righteous life and then inculcate the same into our children's life. I said it about two episodes ago that our children are quick to learn from what they see us doing than what we ask them to do. When they see the way you are living, you don't need to impose your own lifestyle on them. The Bible says, teach a child the way he should follow. When he grows, he will never depart. But when you, uh, yeah, you, 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 you live, you are doing morning devotion, uh, you, you are leaving your child, your children of two, three years, four years, so they are still small. Let them, let them sleep. While you are doing the prayer, you and your wife alone, Five, age five, they are still small. Age seven, they are still small. Age ten, they are still small. Tell me, when will they grow enough? When they started doing what you don't know that they are doing already. Is that the time you will know that they are growing enough for you to start teaching them the way of the Lord? Let me tell you these days. Before children are 18 months, they know what, they know a whole lot these days. Even before they are one, from six months now, they know a whole lot. Start let them to know it. Let them know what you are living for. From six months, they are not too small. That is the truth. You can wake up deliberately and not give your six months sucking. You may not give him or her suck from 6 a.m. to like 7 or 8 a.m. before you give them suck. Even though they are crying, they will not die. You have chosen that, Lord, this, this baby will fast for two hours today. I will give him water or, or, or suck. Then after 6 a.m., he cry, you didn't give. 7, he cried, he didn't give. Until 7, 30 or 8. Little by little, you extend it, extend it. Before that baby is two years, that baby can wait from morning to like 11 or 10 a.m., 10 a.m., 11 or 12. Before he will eat. Whatever you don't practice, you can never master it. Holiness is to be practiced. Yes. Today you have said, oh, I will not lie. I will not this. Deliberately before you know it on phone, a lie is on... <laughs> a, 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 a lie that is not pre premeditated comes out of your mouth. Ah! It breaks you. It makes you... It, you know, you, you were so sorry about that. And you say, oh God, I'm so sorry. Then you plead. Before you know it, you make another conscious effort. Little by little by little by little, this thing will fade out. It will fade out. I've told you in the past where I, how I overcome telling unpremeditated un, 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 lies. 
That was a time, I think, back in 2007 or 8, thereabouts. Something happened. My pastor then was talking to me. Before you know it, he put in me. He just asked me an impromptu question. And I gave an impromptu answer as well that I did not plan for. And that answer was wrong. And I lost my peace. My pastor immediately after I answered, he left me, he went to his office. I was just a worker then. I've not yet become a pastor. Then I went to him. I said, sir, I gave you wrong answer at that time. What you asked me, this is the answer. I said, I didn't know how that one came out of my mouth. That was not the real answer. He looked at me and he smiled. He said, Johnson, Johnson, God bless you, you can go. That was how I made conscious efforts. If I say anything ugly, I will try to correct myself. I will try to correct myself. That was not it. It was not like that. This is how it is. Because the devil can help you pack the load you don't bargain for into your bag. Before you know it, your load is heavy already. May God help us in Jesus' name. So if you want to live a constant victorious life, mounted top Christian life, you and I must make conscious effort to run away from every form of sin. We must make righteousness our watchword. May God bless you. Let's talk to God this morning. Father, help me. Of my own, I cannot do this. The grace to live a righteous life. The world I am in is corrupt more than necessary. This world is more, much, much more corrupt more than the way it was in the time of Christ when you were here on earth. It's much more corrupt than the way it was when the apostles was here. Lord, I need extra grace. Please help me. Give me grace, Lord, to live right on daily basis. Give me the grace to live above sins in the name of Jesus. Thank you, dear God. For in Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen, amen, amen. I pray for you as I pray for myself. That the grace to live above sin, the grace to live above every form of temptation, may the Lord bestow upon us in the name of Jesus. I pray no matter how hard the, 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 the kingdom of darkness strives, you and I will not lose a place in the kingdom of God in the name of Jesus. I pray for those who are sick one way or the other. I pray for divine healing in the name of Jesus. Trouble home, trouble business, trouble uh, individual. Receive the peace of God that was purchased by his blood in the name of Jesus. I pray that the peace that Christ gave to us that the world cannot give, uh, cannot give that the, no medication can give, that no money can buy, that same peace that he purchased with his blood, may that peace rest upon each and every individual, every home, every businesses, every ministry in the name of Jesus. It is well with you and I. In the name of Jesus. God bless you. For prayer, counseling, or any sort of consultation, you can reach out to me through the email johnsonjuliusaritablegosgrade.org or through any of the lines plus 233 or plus 233 
both number are on whatsapp and the telegram you can reach out from any of the platforms god bless you and don't forget that we started uploading already on facebook you just search the facebook page johnson a julius official and uh, search the rumble as well and uh, youtube johnson a julius do well to subscribe to those channels and follow us on that Facebook page so as to be notified as we upload new episodes. God bless you for doing that. I also recognize the presence of the wonderful people of God who are here live and direct on Casbos. God bless you for being there. I can see Alexin. God bless you for being there. And uh, I can see Vanessa. God bless you for being there. Vanessa, you were the uh, fourth person to be connected this morning, and you are still there. Joseph, God bless you for being there. David, God bless you for being there. And... Uh, David, I think you were the fifth person to be connected or sixth. Bobby, God bless you for being there. Karen, God bless you. Megan, God bless you for being there as well. Megan, you were the okay. Megan, you were actually the number fifth. Why the other one was number seven? Jimmy, God bless you for being there. You were the number three to be connected this morning. And you are still there, Edward. God bless you for being there as well. And uh, Andres, God bless you for being there. And uh, Megan, God Almighty bless you. Another Megan, that is it. Megan Lee and uh, Megan Elizabeth. God bless you all for being there. Exploit this very wonderful day in no ramifications in his presence and make greater exploits. For yourself and for the kingdom in the name of Jesus. My name still remains Johnson Julius. See you tomorrow, God willing. God bless you. Every day, glory is wisdom is new eyes, mercy is grace is strength is Direction is here, if you let me, she's here. Acceptance is here, favor is here, authority is here, guidance is here, more I'll keep coming every day. Lord, your power is better than life. I'll keep coming every day. Lord, your power is better than life. I'll keep coming.